gamers, and welcome to episode 411 of the Super Ultra Podcast Arcade for April 1st, 2023. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Nicholson, and with me is my co-host, Dominic Stallworth. What's going on this week, Dominic? All right, man. Um, it's the big week in sports, man. Like, what's been going on is that you have the uh, baseball started, so that's like uh, America's pastime, as people used to say now they say fuck it but um <laughs> but no uh now they changed like a lot of rules so games games have been faster i nice. i've noticed that and i do like that i like it so those people who don't like it they can shove it up their ass <laughs> and just take it um but yeah that i i like the speed of the game i'm going up i watched the olds um win their first opener um first game the opener and they have like what the third best record, I think, in the league for openers. Um, I forgot who was the first because that team won two. Um, who was second? But yeah, it it was a great game, even though they tried to give it away at the end. But um, luckily, they didn't. And yeah, man, I'm just glad baseball is back because uh, I do at least I feel for people who always say summer say, oh, summer sucks because there's really nothing going on but baseball, and they don't like baseball. <laughs> I feel for you guys, because like, you have nothing. Yeah, there's literally nothing for you to watch. Yeah. While, for me, I'm a baseball fan, so I'm like, yay, I got three months of this, and it's it's a game every day. Every day there's a game. So, it's like, that's that's pretty awesome. Um, unless the Orioles suck, and then it's like, oh my god, it's three months, it's like <laughs> six to four forever. months of horrible. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm, it's looking great. Um, Adley Watch, Watchman, man, he is the talk now. Like, he had five hits, the most any catcher has ever had on opening day. Um, he had a home run. People are looking at him like, man, he's the next big star. Like, he's going to be one of the next big stars. There's quite a few. Um, but, yeah, I'm just thinking, like, well, hope we get at least a real series out of him before he goes to another team when <laughs> yeah. he leaves. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, man, it, it's just – this I'm really excited for this year. Um, what else is happening? Um, then you have, uh, oh yeah, the NCAA basketball. We got the championships up here now. By the time you hear this, it will be over. Um, if most likely I probably won't get the podcast till probably out like, Tuesday, so the whole thing will be over by then. Um, because mm-hmm. the championship is Monday for the men's, Sunday for the women's, because like they did that. their they did their final four. Friday, we're doing this on Saturday, and the women's. I th- I, I, I meant to look it up before the podcast because uh, the way my sister sounds, sound like the um, South Carolina loss. They were the favorite, man. They were, I believe, they were undefeated, uh, and they finally went down. Yep, they lost 77 73, man. Darn. Um, Iowa has this girl on his team, like, she is. She can score. She can. Um, she. I think she was the first person to have like uh, some certain stat in all of basketball. I mean, men's and women's in like the last round. Um, so like she's she's been awesome. I don't know. Maybe she's a player of the year for them. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not good without like all, all that stuff. But I know she. When I seen her, man, she just scored. Oh my gosh, she had 41 points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, Wow. She is awesome. Yeah, um, she has six rebounds, eight assists. She had better stats last week. But this was – I get it. Because South Carolina, man, when Merlin played them, like every time South Carolina missed the ball, they would get their own rebound. 
Let me get their own rebound. And that's what they did all season. Like, even if they probably shooting bad, it doesn't matter. They have these big girls that were just that were able to box you out and get the rebound. And they'll get it put they'll put it back up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, darn. I it's like you don't know how to beat them. And I didn't see I, I missed the game. Uh, this game because I want to know how well I can watch it uh, I mean I can see highlights and stuff on it but I don't know how how did Iowa do it like how did they do it I mean I know they got this one girl who's awesome but how did they get get past the rebounds because they didn't out rebound South Carolina but they outscored them like I guess maybe they just outscored them maybe that's that's what it was or something um, yeah because yeah I, it's crazy it, it's crazy um, the girl name is Clark. Um, well, that's her last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to click on here, Caitlin Clark. Yeah, I think you probably be hearing a lot of, about her in the WNBA. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so it's Iowa versus Virginia, uh, not Virginia Tech. I'm sorry. Um, LSU, which is oh man, LSU is the team. They were like the second best team in the league, and they but they couldn't beat South Carolina. So now they own a champ. Now this will this will be almost like bragging rights. If they win the champ, if LSU wins the championship, they'd be like, "Yeah, we couldn't beat y'all, but we got the championship. <laughs> we got the champion overall championship." Mm-hmm. Um, but but this could also be Iowa beating both one and twos, basically. Yeah, like they beat the number one, number one team and they beat the number two team, and that that that'll be man, that'll be great in their book, man. Well. Technically, Iowa is a higher seed than LSU, um, but LSU only has two losses, and the two losses are to South Carolina, mm. I believe. Let me see. I, I believe so. I mean, unless they lost, unless they lost before they played South Carolina um, in the SEC. I got to see their schedule. Mm. Oh, man. Can you get me to their whole schedule? Here, yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Back. No, see, they lost to Tennessee. That's why. Yeah. So LSU lost South Carolina, Tennessee. Tennessee's a good team too. So they lost. Um, that was a close game against Tennessee. I think South Carolina beat them up pretty good. Uh, but yeah, they're they're a decent team. Like these these are two teams that's close. So I think Iowa might be favorite by Vegas. I'm not sure. Um, but. Yeah, I mean that should be a good game. Like, I, I, I'm, it should be a good game. I know my sister's going to the game, so I hope she's enjo- hope, hope she enjoyed. Yeah. Um. Now the men's, you got Miami versus a team that I am do not want to get wrong. I know the final four. I just know who's playing who. Just how much I play attention to sports these days. All right. Um. Yes, Connecticut is playing Miami, and. Um, San Diego State is playing against Florida Atlantic. This is the first time in ever there's no number one seed in the um, Final Four. I believe that's what they said. Wow. Like, not even in the Elite Eight, there was no number one seed. Crazy. That was the first time. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. So, now you have you have a nine versus a five. You have a five versus a four. And... Connecticut is the only team that's ever won a championship in their um, existence. So there's a chance that it could be somebody who wins for the first time. Wow. I'm kind of hoping. I mean, I, li- I like Connecticut. I mean, I like Connecticut. I mean, I mean I, what I've seen of them, 
But I'm like, man, it'd be cool to see these other schools. I've re- like Florida Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, man. Nobody expected them. <laughs> like, number nine seed. So I was like, hey, man, I'd be cool if they go win. This, because this, that would just be the pinnacle. Of like, yo, it's par- the parody is here, man. Like, it's, you don't know who the fuck's going to win. Yeah. You don't know who the fuck's going to win now. And it's, it is ridiculous, but it's fun. I, I like it. Um, I know a lot of people say, oh, man, and somebody hates this because there's no blue bloods in there. There's no, like, top schools. Like, the closest one is probably Connecticut. Um, and we, Miami's a top school, but it's just that night. We're not known for basketball, though. It's football. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I like You know what? It doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. I ain't getting money from this. I'm most <laughs> like, I'm mo- mo- mostly I lose money from this stuff. <laughs> so, so I'm okay with it being what it is. That is, It makes it really interesting for me. Mm. Um. Yeah, and that's about it. Um, so what is it? Is it WrestleMania? It is WrestleMania. Though. Yeah, it's WrestleMania. So that's yeah, it's a huge week. Yeah, I mean it's, it's actually crazy because yeah. they had a, a Ring of Honor show last night along with all like the indie shows. Because whenever they do WrestleMania, basically wrestling takes over that city. So they're in LA this year. So all of the indie promotions are also out there doing doing stuff as well basically to capitalize on the the wrestling fans consolidating in that city so what about AEW? they they, they trying to take some of that too um i'm not sure i mean they they have a lot of the AEW guys show up on ring of honor since tony khan owns that they'll also show up on some of the smaller indie stuff like gcw i think has a, a couple of guys i think that relationship is has not been strained, but I think they're they're doing they're having less talent on that those shows because the GCW shows can be a little a little extreme. They'll do like death matches and stuff there. Um, John Moxley was actually doing that stuff like he was their champion for a while, and then I think when he signed his new AEW contract, he he said he was gonna like tone those down or or stop completely doing those shows. But um, yeah, I mean AEW gets involved but it's not like they have they're they're doing a show out there and and uh they were just out in la well they were out in california like a couple of weeks ago i think so yeah not not quite the same just because i think they they don't want to necessarily try and compete with uh wwe in the same way because like not only is it the ring of honor show that they had last night they also have the nxt show this morning uh, well, this this afternoon, I guess I think it starts at like twelve or something like that, because they're doing two nights of WrestleMania again. You know, their night one is tonight, and then night two is tomorrow. So they already did the Hall of Fame last night. Rey Mysterio was kind of like the headliner there. They also put the Great Muda, who's a Japanese wrestler, in there who retired this year. Stacy Keebler from Baltimore. So you know. Big shout yeah. out to her, former Raven yeah. cheerleader. Yeah, for, for like so remind, he used to always remind me of that um, when we were younger. Like Stacey Keeper, but he used to always because he had these magazines and posters of her uh-huh. and all the others, like wrestling um, divas. Yeah, and those were good times. She's a handsome lady, Dominic. Um, <laughs> She's a handsome lady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you told me I couldn't use cute anymore. So. Well, you, that, well, you I definitely want to call it cute. <laughs> I say she's sexy. Yeah, she is. All right. So, yeah. So, uh, t- 
to get into the actual like uh, the main event of the WrestleMania situation, night one is going to be like John Cena versus Austin Theory. That's going to be a big match for Austin Theory. It it sounds like it's supposed to open the show, which means like John Cena is going to be on a plane the minute that match is over to go film peacemaker season two or something so it seems unlikely he's gonna win that seth rollins versus logan paul it it, logan paul is an incredible wrestler and you know seemingly a, a kind of crappy human being with the stuff that you know has happened in the past now there's all this nft stuff going around him as well you know basically making like a scam nft thing uh, but it's hard to n- deny his like athleticism and how much he has seemingly put the work in to be a good wrestler. So, you know, we already know Seth Rollins is a great wrestler. That that should be a very good match. Uh, Trish Stratus and Lita are back. I don't know if we've talked about that at all, but they're teaming with Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch and Lita right now are actually the women tag team champions. Um, they're going to be facing Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Shirai, who is the the damage control group that that debuted a couple of months ago at SummerSlam. Um, uh, there's a tag team match for the men. There's a tag team match for the women. That's kind of like their equivalent of, of filler matches to get more of the people on the card. Not really much to say about that. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio, father versus son. That should be an entertaining match. The build to that has actually been a lot of fun. Most of it is taking place like on the internet because there's always like videos of Dominic trying to go to like Christmas or Thanksgiving and and always getting thrown out or beating up his dad <laughs> or something like that. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. You know, at one point Dominic went to jail, so now he's like hardened, um, but he's also like totally not. Um, and also he's just like full blown. He's grown out his hair into a mullet. He's looking like Eddie Guerrero. You know, he said the other night, I wish Eddie was my dad because there's famously a match between Eddie Guerrero and and Rey Mysterio, a ladder match where they had custody of Dominic on the line. Um, So, like, that would be really awesome if not only that. Sorry. That is that is a that would be a match like, uh, please let me lose. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? <laughs> Both of them apparently wanted it very badly. Um, Vicky Guerrero, it sounds like, uh, who is it was Eddie's wife, his widow. Um, it sounds like she's not with AEW anymore, so it would be pretty incredible if they got her involved in this in somehow in some shape or form. Uh, Dominic coming out in like Eddie Guerrero gear or you know, coming out to his music or something would be pretty awesome. Uh, showing up in a low rider like Eddie used to, that would be pretty awesome. That would be a, how did, a, a Eddie, Eddie Guerrero passed away, right? Yeah. Eddie Guerrero has been, yeah. How did he die? Uh, I don't know if it was ever like explicitly said, I, I know there was some speculation that it was drugs, but I think it was like, he basically had a heart attack, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but I don't know if it was related to other outside influences or not, but yeah, um, that I think, I think that happened shortly after the, uh, Chris Benoit stuff. And I, I think Eddie took that stuff real hard cause they were good friends. Um, 
Yeah, so that that should be a good match. Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley won the uh, Women's Royal Rumble and challenged Charlotte, who is currently the SmackDown Women's Champion. That should be good. And then the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That should just be incredible. That's a continuation of the whole bloodline storyline that's been going on with Roman Reigns manipulating the Usos and Sami Zayn and all that fun stuff. That's That's been great. Um I, it seems like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to win that. And this is going to lead to kind of the, the dissolving of the bloodline. Cause a lot of the speculation is that Cody Rhodes will also beat Roman Reigns. That of course being the main event of night two, um, night two also has Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre for the intercontinental championship. That's just going to be three big men beating the crap out of each other. That should be a lot of fun. Edge versus yes. Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell match. That should be pretty cool because they're doing the the demon Finn Balor thing finally again. They're bringing that back. Hopefully, if they're doing that whole spectacle, that they're, they're going to have Finn Balor win that. Uh, we'll see, though. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. That should be a good match for the Women's Raw Championship. There hasn't been really much build there, though, because neither of them are like heels. It's just kind of like really good wrestler versus really good wrestler. And they haven't really been telling much story outside of that to kind of build up to that. So that's been kind of unfortunate. But I expect that match to be really good. And then Brock Lesnar versus Omos. He is just a very large man. Um so it seems like I don't know who wins that. If you have almost go over, he's a younger guy that they're maybe trying to build up or it could just be that this is just kind of fodder to make Brock Lesnar look like an even bigger monster. Cause he F five, this like seven foot plus tall guy. Um, it feels like that's probably the, well, it feels like that could be the direction they're going to go, but also like, Omos is with MVP, who was with uh, Bobby Lashley for a while, and they had kind of a faction thing, the Hurt Business. Uh, Bobby Lashley is not actually on the WrestleMania card right now. Originally, it seemed like they were going to be building up something between him and Bray Wyatt, and then Bray Wyatt kind of just disappeared from television. There's been some speculation that he's injured or, or something's going on with him, some kind of illness. Um, so that kind of leaves Bobby Lashley just kind of off in the ether. He did win the Andre, the giant battle Royale on, on SmackDown last night. So maybe that gives him some kind of in to do something if he's not somehow involved in that match. But yeah, the, the big thing is going to be Roman versus Cody. It seems like kind of a given that Cody's going to go over here and then Roman will take some time off and, you know, everybody in the crowds at the live shows love Cody. You know, it's not an AEW situation where he's kind of made himself the focal point and the fans have turned on him. Like, that's that's the exact way you can tell there is a difference between the WWE crowd and the AEW crowd. Like, there's crossover there, obviously, uh, you know, with your hardcore wrestling fans who just kind of watch everything. But the people that are in the stands of a WWE show are a lot of times younger kids and families, you know, just looking yeah. to have a good time. And, and Cody provides that. So, you know, that's good. So that, that is going to be these two nights. It's, it's going to be a lot of wrestling Dominic. Man, that's that, that, 
that sounds awesome, man. Um, you have it like what? What do you what do you do for this? Like, do you have like a setup, man? Like like party <laughs> wings or something set up or something nah, like that? No, nah, like, I'm not gonna do anything special, but I'm hoping to hoping to spend some time watching it. I don't know with the the kiddo, like WWE stuff. I can watch with her a little more because AEW stuff ends up bloody a lot of times. So um, so basically like. If it was an add to error, it would have been different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's definitely you know some uh, some images from the attitude era that that are maybe not as uh, family friendly. Yeah, I think I think it is. I think it, it made it made a but um, I think it it it, it um made a good impression. Actually, it probably ruined a generation. It? <laughs> it probably ruined a generation. I don't know. <laughs> when you think about it i mean that's you know we we were definitely older than she is but that's basically what we grew up on right so yeah yeah basically ruined a generation absolutely and i just be um chokeholding women through tables jesus all day (laughs) there's been a lot of videos of like the the dudleys putting stacy keebler through a table because you know she's going into the hall of fame and it's like, yeah. man, yeah, this was definitely kind of a different time. Yeah. It's a time where you could hit women, Daniel. Now we know we're not supposed to. So I was, I was, I was <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I've always known we were supposed to, Dominic, but that didn't stop some people. And that didn't stop other people from cheering them doing it. They had to take their first. Frust- well, let's see, that's, it was a way to take their frustrations. You know, I'll say, like, those men... They say, man, I just hate my wife, but I'm just going to pretend that's her. Stacey Kuba is my wife, and the Dudley's are put her through a table. Then I don't have to go to jail. Exactly, because at least she's getting feel, paid to go better. through that table. Yeah, exactly. Unlike the hush money it kept, being paid. It kept paid. marriages alive. That's what they did. It kept, they, 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 it kept marriages Jesus alive. Dominic. It kept It kept them good, Daniel. Yes, wrestling. Notorious for keeping father, marriages yes, kept together, father, yes. Dominic. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, so where we at here? Uh, we got what we've been watching. Yeah. So let me go ahead and because everything I watched was old movie. Okay. Um, so I watched the Dark Knight Rises again. Okay. Um, I have not seen this movie since it came out in theaters. Mm-hmm. I watched it because I went to my friends to see it, and I was, I was, I was disappointed. I wasn't. I didn't hate the movie, but mm-hmm. I was disappointed. Like it wasn't as good. But uh, it's been so many years. I was like, you know, I'm gonna check it out again. Um, so I, I found like the, uh, there is, I think the, the Blu-ray does have it where it the IMAX scene. So I yeah. guess I never seen them. And this was more, this is a lot more IMAX scenes than it was in the dark night. And it, it, they look good. I mean, this, this video looks really good. Even on the Oculus, it looks really good. And mm. I'm noticing, like, I don't know, like the 3Ds, 3D stuff. I mean, it's cool, the spectacle, but when I, one time I was watching, um, what was it? Oh, I should have put this up here. Um, Star Trek Into Darkness, because I haven't seen that okay. since the theaters either, and I watched that recently. Um, I was watching that, and that, it was an IMAX version, and then there's the 3D. Uh-huh. So I was watching a little bit of 3D, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all right. I mean, but it wasn't like filmed in 3D or nothing. Right. But, but it was all right. Um, I think that's how I saw the movie in 3D anyway. Um, but then I looked at the IMAX one. It just looks so clear, man. <laughs> and it's just like, as I to say, as much as I just wanted like the spectacle three D, that IMAX stuff looked really good. Yeah. I wish it. I wish it could look good and be three D, but I know that <laughs> just takes a lot. Yeah. Um, and it probably it went and, and it probably 
looks good if you have a display that does that, but I don't have a. I mean, that the Oculus is not going to do that. I don't, yeah. I don't think they have that type of format. So I just stick with the IMX one. I said I just going to stick with the IMX one, and maybe one day, sometime, I'll watch it again and just in three D. Because yeah, those IMX scenes look really good in Star Trek, um, and I like Star Trek Into Darkness. I mean, it has. I mean, all the Star Trek, new Star Treks had their problems, but overall, I always enjoyed them. Even the is Beyond Into one. Darkness, the one with uh, Khan? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah, um, Doctor Strange was Khan. Right. Yes. Yeah, Doctor Strange, yep. Yeah. And, um, I, yeah, I, I like that. Um, I mean, I know some Trekkies probably don't. Uh, you know, my dad My dad considers himself Trekkie. He says that. He says, like, he likes sci-fi. I mean, mm-hmm. he, was, he likes Star Trek, but he's not a guy who's, like, who would just be overboard, like, be particular, you know? It's like, hmm, if you don't like something, he don't like something. But he's not going to be that guy like, oh, this is not accurate. Or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah. like, something like that. He's, he's not that type of guy. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I enjoyed that movie. And the Batman. Now, Batman, here's the thing. Like, I think overall, it's, it's a decent film. I think it's a decent bat. I mean, I think it's a, I, I think I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, enjoyed I liked it. it. Um, if Bane's voice was just different, <laughs> I think it would be even better. Yeah, I think that was really the only like the stuff Bane says and stuff and everything. It's it's cool. It's like yeah, that that's cool. But why do you have to talk like this? <laughs> like why did he choose a mask where like oh the guy he can't talk because he got um hurt yeah. or something like that like he uh, something wrong with voice. Why that was never a thing with Bane. No. Why. It just, yeah, I mean, okay, it's, well, I'm going to say it's bad, but, like, you didn't make him his, I mean, Bane is Hispanic. I mean, he's, um, I believe, I forgot where he's from. Is he from Mexico? I think, I think I want to say, I want to say he's from Mexico. Oh, uh, yeah, I want to say last time too. I saw it. Yeah, I, I, um, so, like, he's, because cause there's a whole mask thing, it's like a luchador kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so, that, like, I, I don't care that you don't have, like, oh, he puts stuff in, in his body to make him strong. Cause, cause this is more of a realistic take on Batman, and so I'm, I'm good with that. You can just got like having what we call it, be Bane was fine. I, I know, like even though he's not Mexican, but I mean, it's still a good character. And you can, I mean, the way you did this character is fine. I mean, like his, um, how he came to be, is I think that was an okay story. Like, um, he was, he was there, um, helping, um, Talia to to get out that um prison and everything. But just the whole why you had to make the voice thing like that is like dude there's there's there was no reason there's literally no reason i just want to what what was he going for like or he thought this was going to be something yeah. and it just turned into a joke because really that, that's a joke and you know harley quinn that the way bane talking and stuff that's a joke <laughs> like like Bane doesn't talk like this it's like what the hell um yeah, I'm like, darn, man, because I read some comics with Bane, and I'm like, man, like, they could have really, de- like, Christopher Nolan could have done a great job with Bane. I thought he could have done a great job. Like, that direction he went with them was was not, man. Yeah. It just was, wasn't not, it wasn't good. But overall, the the, the movie looked great. Um, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I, I liked the whole thing of Bruce um, getting beaten down, but coming back up. Um, and then him, I guess, but see, some people were speculating like, oh, that was just a dream of Alfred. That wasn't mm. really Bruce. I remember seeing that. Um, though 
I, I understand people saying that because I'm like, how does Bruce Wayne just go out of the country and not be known? <laughs> like he didn't, he didn't, he didn't have plastic He's surgery. Only an American celebrity, don't Yeah, yeah, right. The one, the richest man in the world, American celebrity. Okay, uh, but yeah, I. So that's that. Yeah, that that was weird. But it's like whatever. That that's all right. I mean, it was it was a cool ending. I did. Oh, I didn't like also the um how Joseph Gordon Levitt his real name. She said Robin. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no. Could have been because I, I was waiting when, when I, in the movie theaters. I was just waiting like, oh, she gonna call him Dick, yeah, or something like that. Or oh, Richard. She gonna say Richard, and he and he would have said like, you said use your real name, Richard. And said, nah, I say I prefer Dick. Yeah, that, like that would have been more of an Easter egg than just being like, yeah, yeah. my name is Robin. <laughs> Robin. I said your name is not Robin. So does that mean if it's he like, were to become Robin, that he wouldn't actually be using an alias? He would just well, be- <laughs> well, I, well. That's that's the thing. He's not going to be Robin. I guess he goes straight to Batman. Yeah. I mean that universe is over, but it's like, yeah. I was like, dude, nobody in that whole studio could have said, Yo, "Oh, we got to change this. You, you can't call him Robin." They say, but people won't know who. He- what's, what's, what's that? That's a thought process. Like, do people know Robin's name? I was like, that, even the people who didn't know that somebody would have told them. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Exactly. Oh, man. There's got to be someone who edited this, who edited these movies um, <laughs> to fix Bane's voice and to change that line at the end. Uh, what else did I? Another old movie I watched, um, and I'm off the page. Okay. Skyfall. Skyfall. I watched Skyfall again. Uh, so also this is, yeah, this is also. Yes, through the Oculus, yes. And they don't really have an IMAX version of this. Um, I don't know how many scenes were in IMAX when it was out. I know it was in IMAX. I don't know how many scenes were filmed in IMAX. Mm. Um, but they didn't have really... Ha- but it I, it was a good quality. But it was a good quality um, that I had. And yeah, I mean, I remember you telling me like how James Bond movies, the way they filmed, this looks so good. And it's like, yeah, man, it's just... Yeah, um, this is like at the time. Well, as of right now, it still is my favorite James Bond movie. Um, is Skyfall. Mm-hmm. I always, yeah, I liked it better than well. Two was always a downer for me. I watched it again. I liked it better now, but it was a downer for me. That's Quantum but of Solace, Sky- right? Yeah, Quantum mm-hmm. of Solace and uh, Cinderella. I really liked. I yeah, really liked that one. Same. And Skyfall, I think it upped it. And I was like, yeah, man, Skyfall was great. That the villain was great. Um. Yeah, it was in. Um. Yeah, sad seeing Q die at the end. Um. But. Uh. But other than that, yes. I mean. I mean, that was. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was. It was. Yeah. Um. I didn't know. I didn't think she was going to die. I mean, when I was watching the movie, mm-hmm. I didn't think she was going to die. I was like, oh wow, they really did. Um, kill her, and then yeah, I guess you get finally get money, Penny, and um. I was really on the, the message boards then, where people complain like, "Ah, oh, she's black." Ah, oh. oh, um, <laughs> I'm sure somebody was. Their opinion um, doesn't but, matter. Though. But yeah, uh, yeah, that 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 movie it was it was fun to watch, and I was like, yeah. And really, I didn't really remember a lot of the movie, even though I knew I liked it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just like the Batman. The Batman, I just remember Bane's voice. <laughs> I remember him getting beat up, and and, and the the prison part. But mm-hmm. a lot of stuff in between. I forgot that Alfred left. I was, I forgot. To say, oh yeah, he did leave him, and then he came back when he thought he was already dead. Yeah, I was like, you left. You say whatever, you traitor. Oh, uh, but, uh, but <laughs> so 
but yeah, yeah, all these movies I haven't really seen in a long time. But yeah, they, yeah, it was cool to see them again. Oh, I did watch um Born Supremacy again too. Oh. Uh, actually, that was two weeks ago. Um, because is that the I last one? Be- n- no, no, that's the um second one. The second one. That's oh. the second one. Because Born Automatum is the third one, that's and then you got those other Borns, which I never seen. So they'll be new. Yeah, we don't count those. Um, okay. Anything starring I mean, Jeremy Renner, we don't count. I got Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to check them out just to see. God, um, I forgot they did, also did that Jason Bourne movie with Matt Damon again. But yeah, with, with both of them, right? It was both. Yeah, of them. I think. Yeah, I think both of them was in there. Um. So supremacy. I looked. Um. Wait a minute. Yeah, Born Supremacy. Then is was the last one was Born Legacy. I think that's what it is. That's what the last one probably was. That's the Jeremy Renner one. So it was Identity, well, Supremacy, oh, okay. Ultimatum, uh, Legacy, and then Jason Bourne. Oh, then, then Jason Bourne. Okay. Yeah. So I watched Supremacy. I didn't like it when I first saw it. I didn't like I didn't I didn't like it. Like I loved Born Identity, but mm-hmm. I did not like Born Supremacy when I first saw it. Now that I watched it again, I actually like it a bit more. I actually mm-hmm. like I like it a little bit more. Not as good as one though. Um, I think because whatever I was doing at the time, it, I wasn't probably focused on the movie because I, I never understood. Like, I didn't really understood what was going on, and it just seemed like I was like, uh, I, I think I, I think I was so upset that that woman died. I think that's what it was. I was like, <laughs> why they kill her? And I said, why they? Um, but yeah, uh, it, but yeah, I, it was all right. But it wasn't. It definitely wasn't good as one. And I remember, I remember liking three. But I don't remember what happened in three, so I'll, I'll watch that. Yeah, all I remember and is like him in New York and like trying to take down the agency there or something like that. Yeah, even though they're supposed to be already yeah. down, but I guess they're not. And yeah, it I turns out seeing. the government was the agency the entire time or something. Well, well we don't. Yeah, they were. Well, technically, they were. We already know that they were the. Uh, oh, you mean just the government itself? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. This is everybody. All right. So, what have you been watching? So, I finished up that series, Shrinking, that I talked about last week on Apple+. Plus. Um, I really ended up enjoying that a lot. Um, it sounds like they're going to maybe be doing a second season, but that's the one with Jason Siegel and, and Harrison Ford. Um, so, that was cool. Uh, not much to say otherwise. I don't want to... I mean, I don't know that there's a lot of spoiling to it. It's just, you know, about character growth, basically. But it's quite enjoyable. I also watched the latest episode of Mandalorian. This is another one that like the action was a lot of fun, but it felt like it wasn't really pushing things along much as far as like the overall story of the season until maybe the last like five to 10 minutes of it. It's kind of like, Oh, this is why this was important. Um, so they're, they're definitely going some places, with this and it felt like in that first the second episode i should say actually like it felt like this season could be like a very big thing and they they could still be going in that direction but it felt like if they were hitting this point in the second episode that it was only going to be like oh man there's just going to be so much that's going to happen in this season but really it feels like they've kind of just padded it out and not not necessarily in a bad way i don't i don't mean to say that it's still quite enjoyable but it's just not hitting the like grand spectacle that i thought it might 
because they were doing some of the things that we kind of anticipated for like the, the later part of the season, just like instantaneously. Um, so yeah, it's, it's still a very good show. I'm, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Every time the episode ends, uh, it pops up with Andor. you should watch this. And I'm like, yeah, I really should get around to watching that. Um, now that I finished off shrinking, uh, maybe that's something that I, that I pick up. Um, cause I do want to watch the Tetris movie that just came out on Apple plus this past week. That looks pretty oh, so it's good. Finally out because yeah, I just kept one time I was kept looking cause I didn't never looked at the date when uh-huh. it came out and I just said, fuck it. I'll find out somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's out now. Um, I think it came out only the 29th or something like that. Um, I'm still watching Ted Lasso, you know, but that's only one episode a week. So that's not really fill in too much time. Um, and I've tried, I've been trying cause I wake up early in the morning and, uh, I, I've been trying to like at least start like a television show before I leave work. And if it's like 30 minutes, I can usually get through it. That's kind of the way I've been watching the Mandalorian. Um, yeah. Cause that, that's the thing about like you were talking about with the, with the Bourne movies is like, I feel like the television that is going on right now is so good that I don't feel like I can do other things while I'm watching it because like it demands that I pay attention to it. So it, it, it does take time that I then can't, you know, yeah, play exactly. video games like, or something well, like that. Like good television. Mm. Like the, the stuff that I see on, um, I know my mother be watching, um, <laughs> like, uh, the the um Chicago Fire mm. Chicago and then all all the shows like that like nine one one then there's nine one one I think um uh, 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 Dallas or something or something Texas um but yeah it, it's, yeah it's like twenty it's like it's like you don't have to like I can just come in at the after thirty minutes of the show and just be like oh yeah I didn't miss nothing <laughs> <laughs> and just get what's going on. Yeah, like that stuff is is like 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 I can have that in the background, and just be doing something while it's on. Mm-hmm. Like I can't have um like Mandalorian or something like this. Yeah, or like Andor. I can't have that on the background and be like uh, probably playing a game at the same time or something like that. Exactly. Or even like baseball, where I don't have to really think much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Yeah, I yeah, it does. It's like I got a set. So okay, I'm just gonna watch this for now, and then I'll go somewhere else. But see, that's why I, it, I watch things in piecemeal. I haven't watched a movie straight like at home, and I don't know how long. Yeah, and one and the one and a few times I've done it, like if some people came over and we watched something, I get antsy. <laughs> I get antsy then. I start, <laughs> like having to move and stuff, and like yep. it's like ooh, I said I was like, damn, I want to leave right now, but. Let me just stick it out, and then I'll be I'll be all right eventually. But I do I feel like if that I was by myself, I would have stopped it and be like, okay, I'll watch some more tomorrow or later on that or whatever time it is. Um, I say maybe I'll watch it later on day. I'll catch I'll catch up on it. Yeah, I just haven't. Um, I don't know, man. I just can't sit sit still for that I'm long. Right there with you. I'm movie. like. Oh, well, if we got to go to the bathroom, we can just pause this. It'll be fine. We'll come back. It's not like, oh, my God, we got to pause this. Like, I can't believe it. What are we doing here? Yeah. Um, in movie theater, though, I, I seem to be I seem to be all right. I think I think it's just an environment for me. Yeah. Um, 
movie theater, I'm, I'm all right. Same. No, no, I get antsy in that too, Daniel. I just yeah. get up and walk around the movie theater. <laughs> <You> can just <laughs> pace the aisles. I mean, I think yeah, that's for, just... the thing for me, especially, is like in the theater, I'm like, I'm locked in. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be the guy with my phone out. I just want to sit here and stare at the screen. But like yeah. at home, I'm like, hmm, what's going on on my phone? I could be checking something out. <laughs> Next yeah. thing you know, I'm like, what just happened? What did I, what did I miss here? All right, so I guess we um, can get into what we've been playing. So you want to start? Yeah, I'll start it off. Um, we talked last week about how it was the uh, the 20th year anniversary of uh, the Wind Waker, Legend of Zelda. Um, yeah. So I got the itch the to, to see it, if I could. What's that? Did it come out first in Japan? Was it, How early was it? Uh, what was it? Let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Wind Waker. I think it was only like a couple of days or something like that, if I recall. Least date. Uh, initial was okay. Maybe it was a little, little longer. Japan, it came out in December, and then North America okay. came out in March. Yeah. So. But yeah, so I I was like, let me see, because I I never had a Wii U. They still haven't released that HD one on the on the Switch yet, which I don't know what they're waiting for. Um, so I was like, let me see if I can get that HD one working. I thought even just like the GameCube one, you could probably upscale it or whatever, and it probably looks pretty good because that art style is, is holds up pretty well, right? Like it's not not worried about like how many polygons I can see or something like that, right? Yeah. But um with how well just turn the, the Wii just turn a progressive scan on Daniel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> had had to get those special cables down. Um yeah. but yeah, with the with the um with the HD collection and how well the uh the Simu uh emulation works for the Wii U, I figured I'd give that a try and see if I could get that set up and working. Um, you know, the Nintendo eShop is down now, but of course I went out to my local GameStop and bought a used copy of the HD collection so that I could, uh, burn my own backup of it and, uh, then play this game. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Legally, of course, through, through my emulator. Um, yeah. And, and let me tell you, like that game looks incredible. Of course it has native widescreen support because it is, you know, a, a Wii U game that was remastered after all. Um, I, I just played through the first, uh, fortress after your sister gets kidnapped and then you, you end up on the, eye the, the little town Island afterwards. Um, just working my way through that right now, but man, does that game look incredible? It plays, perfectly on an xbox controller because in that game they let you choose between using the wii u gamepad and just your pro controller and because the pro controller is just a regular controller you can just have regular regular button inputs you don't have to worry about like having a little second screen set up so when you look at the bottom screen or anything like that you press start it opens up that you know opens up the menu on the screen perfectly so no complications whatsoever um that's it's awesome so far it runs incredibly well i haven't had any issues so far again i'm I'm pretty early on in it but i just bringing back those memories and i'm excited to get some of the some of the items you get later on you know you get your little grappling hook that you throw on stuff and then you can swing around wherever you want like 
man, this game is awesome. And I, I'm hoping to get as far into the game as, as you know, getting to the underwater sea city and, uh, you know, seeing Hyrule yeah. restore its color and everything spoilers, but that, that is again, like, that's it? the moment I always bring up cause it's so amazing, but sorry. Go ahead. I was saying, did you record any of it? No, not yet. Um, I should have some for you, uh, for this podcast though. I'll get a little bit for you. So, yeah, I the, tell your daughter to play some. Tell your daughter to play, like to record some stuff. <laughs> just, just link pressed up against the wall for like twenty minutes. Yeah, maybe randomly slashing at things. The only thing that, and, and this isn't even like, I think it's basically just from Breath of the Wild being like the most recent three D Zelda I've played. Not having a jump button is kind of weird. Because all that stuff oh, is yeah, that's contextual. Right. I forget. That's right. That um, that was in that was in. I mean, uh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that was gonna think. But other than that, you know, everything feels you know pretty modern, and uh, it's fantastic so far. So yeah. So what have you been playing this week, Dominic? All right. So um, I've been playing some more Persona Three, so there's not really much to talk about there. Hmm. Um, MLB the Show um, Twenty Three has been out. I mean, well, I mean, it came out on um, every everywhere on Tuesday. So I been playing that game, and yeah, man. I mean, it's it's gonna be the show. It's not a lot of difference, at least in the modes I play. Like, I don't play Diamond Dynasty. I did try out Diamond Dynasty. I did some things on like single player of Diamond Dynasty, where like you do they have programs, just like okay, just like it seems like all games have now. Like, hey, you do these missions and you level up, you get a pack, you level up in this program thing, you know, like people have seasons, how you level up. They mm-hmm. they have things like seasons too. Then they got little things like program, like they this program is for um like a, um, a division thing, they call it. I forgot what they call it. Um and then there's a program for um just, you know, playing against people and it, it's 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 a lot of shit, man. I mean, that is, it's, it's, it's a whole lot, <laughs> lot of shit. And, like, I'm just trying to get some packs, uh, unlock some things just so I can have them for my franchise and my uh, my player. Um, the Well, their version, what is it? Roll to the show. Roll to the show player. Um, because I don't really care about um, doing Diamond Dynasty stuff. I mean, I like the, um, the moment stuff, but that's all I like to do. But thing is, it's a mixture. It's like, yeah, some, some um, tasks are... Like certain moments in a game, like hey, you have to get a run in ten outs or something like that, mm-hmm. or you have to um, pitch and don't give up a run or something like that. They like they do like they do that, um, but or like a real moment and you just re- reliving it. Uh, but then they have tasks where you have to play against a computer in a Diamond Dynasty game. And Diamond Dynasty games, I think, are usually like three innings. It's like I don't I don't want to play against computer. And I don't like, I don't want to do that. That's like, I just, I'd rather do the moments thing and just keep doing that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, then do that. I, like, I'm going to play against computer. I want to play in franchise mode or I'll play role in the show. Like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. It's uh, so that's, that's not for me. That, that, that stuff is not for me, but um, I've been playing role to the show um, because I want to build up my character. Cause then I can draft my character in franchise. Cause I did that last season. So I'm trying to build them up to be a um, certain level. Um, but the good thing about that is that you can still build up that character while he's in franchise mode and he'll just 
he'll raise up, you know, as you build him up. Um, so it's like, oh, okay. So it's like that. That's that's cool. Even though I think last year it was like a glitch. I don't know, if it was a glitch, or that's how it is. Because it says my age. My age is just was one. Like like they didn't say eighteen, but like so each year it goes up as it like goes two, three. It's just like, oh, so can I play? Like, for like, like until I'm like 35, I don't for 35 years in baseball. I said, could I get that far? Uh, I don't even know how many seasons you can go up to in um franchise mode, but and I don't, I know I'm not gonna be able to play, I'm not gonna play that many, but that was, I'll say, this gotta be a glitch, man. I say, this guy is this, this is weird. Um, but yeah, the um, same commentators are there from last year, and that was the first time last year, so um, they probably did some new things um with the voices but i haven't really been i haven't really had the broadcast on because i remember, i usually like uh because i'm trying to really rush through the um the road to the show stuff to really i really want to play this franchise and i i played a few franchise games um on on the uh the first season i played um it i mean i didn't play the whole game like i would just sim like you can well you can manage the game and I just manage it, then I'll jump in or something like that and start playing. And I mean, it it looks the same. I've been playing mostly on on the cloud though. I haven't mm-hmm. been playing on um the Xbox One. And I mean, it looks it looks the same. I mean, I don't I don't think much changed as far as graphically. Um, I do think the animations have changed as far as like celebrations. Like I I've never seen these celebrations. Oh, uh, these type of celebrations in twenty two. Um, the way they like really get pumped when you do like you get a run to tie the game or something like people like their um other players, um yeah it, it's pretty cool and it's somewhat realistic looking uh so I was like okay I like that that that's that's pretty awesome I think went with that now they just get to the point where so they got vendors but they actually um went because now you can they have like a thing called on uh, fan cam like sometimes when when it goes between innings. Mm-hmm. You can turn around, so I can turn around. I can see the cons- the concession stands, but there's nobody behind them, Daniel. Mm. I was like, "How are the people getting their food?" It's like how are they eating food. Robots in the stadium—they've been replaced. <laughs> so I was like, "Now they got to do that, Daniel. They got big. I want to see concession stands next time with lines <laughs> and people and people ordering it. And then at the, some point, I want to be able to move the camera in the back, Daniel, to see them cooking, <laughs> <laughs> cooking the food, and everything, making the cotton candy. They say, like, "I want to see it all." You put everything in the game. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just having fun with this, like baseball season and playing this. Yep. And I believe the show 22 is off now. I believe it was like later this week in uh, well, we had Saturday. So mm-hmm. I guess it's off now. Uh, I know my friend, he and I buying the show 22 for the um, switch and transfer okay. his character over. So just like he can play. And I said, like, yeah, that, that's a good idea. Um, because, Honestly, I'm thinking about it like, yo, that'll be the only way I can get it. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I mean, I would have to buy the game. I don't know how can I get that character without buying the game to get the character right. if I wanted to push it to the switch. Um, so he's dead forever. <laughs> the character's dead forever. Uh, <laughs> so because I'm damn sure I ain't gonna buy that game again. Um, yeah. So what else did I play? Oh, yes, a new game did come out. Um this week and it was on game pass infinite guitars it's like an rpg guitar um, rhythm game um it looks like something happened to the world that you're from at least your family is from 
like I'm still at the very beginning, so you you're still I still am like a fish out of water with this game. So I don't mm-hmm. know what's everything that's going on or or why, but it's like you're with your uncle, and I believe your father must have passed, mm-hmm. and like you have these y'all have this power with like a guitar, like that can do um, special things with like uh, fighting and everything. It's like an RPG, like a picture of an RPG rhythm based thing. Like you can um move around and again, you can move around like in uh I mean um. The character, like your little character or something like that. And then when you get into um, fights, um, well, actually, was it a fight? Uh, it wasn't really a fight. I think I was trying to burst something open. But I think fights, too. Like, you get to a rhythm base. Like, you yeah, press the right buttons at the right time. Um, there's also there's some, some moves you can do even outside of, like, battle, like you have to do. And you learn. Like, I'm spring along in the game. I mean, it seems interesting. Um, there is no voice acting, so you do have to read. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just so darn early. I did record what I played, but like, I just I don't know like what's going on. Like, why we come? And then we went back, came back to the planet that it looks like it was is all garbage now. Uh, I think that's where we were, and I guess he's trying to teach you like what happened, like why it's like this and stuff like that. Um, and and he's teach you how to use um your powers and things of that nature. So. I guess we, I'm about. I'm probably gonna find out like you're supposed to go on some big quests or something and stop somebody and <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah. So that's all. Oh, and I also played Marvel Snap, um, the, f- no. the phone Marvel phone game because mm-hmm. I was like at the hospital, so I was just waiting and I pulled that out to play and I played quite a few matches. Um, yeah, man. Um, I guess because I just got to the rank matches, so. I'm guessing about everybody early on who I was playing against, um, they probably weren't ranked. They probably was like new like me, and they maybe might that's have also why just been I, bots. Apparently, that game like just mixes in bots. It's weird. Oh, so they, that's why they're stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because because I'm like, darn, I was like, this is too easy. Um, how I'm being this person, and I'm don't really know what I'm doing. So I was like, <laughs> they must don't know what they're doing too. Yeah. Um, but so maybe that's what it is. Yeah, but now I'm at rank matches, so maybe I'll start playing more real people. I guess I don't know, and I'll see what happens. Like how much harder it gets. But I see, like the level. I learned like level up the cards and what currency I can use on um what um. So I'm never gonna buy anything. So it's like I'm <laughs> using. So a lot of things I'm not gonna be getting. Um. Yeah, that game is fun. I, I do like it's fun. It's quick. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's quick and simple. Like, you know that, hey, if whoever wins, you get three blocks. Um, and whoever wins two of those blocks, you know, you win the game. Like, it's just a number. Like, you put your cards, the highest number wins. But your cards have abilities. They might make other cards stronger in that block. Or even transfer to the other blocks um, if you have a powerful card. Yeah. Um, that gives them abilities, and then, or you can take away from your opponent, like make them not as strong, and take away points from them, or vice versa. They can do the same to you. So it's fun. I mean, it's fun. Um, and it's quick. And it's like, and you get XP just like I mean, if you lose, you get XP and everything. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of reminds me of, of course, Hearthstone, but it's a whole lot quicker, a whole lot simpler. Yeah, the Hearthstone, and Hearthstone's pretty simple. That's the thing. Um, but and this is goes um, beyond simple, but it, it also has it a lot of those. A yeah, and but it also has yeah. This is like like Hearthstone is like a dumbed down Magic the Gathering, and 
like Magic Gathering is just a whole fucking new level that I probably never want to get into. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I did playing this like, but they also have those bells and whistles that um like really shiny and the the noisy to make you like ching ching <laughs> like you know at a casino to make you want to you know get stuff and makes you feel good when you level up. It's like yeah, oh, I like yeah. that sound, I like that feeling. Yeah. Um and. Man, yeah, it really gets the serotonin levels up there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, get them up. Um, but yeah, it's a cool game. I mean, it's, it's a cool phone game. I, I like it. I like it better than uh, Hearthstone when I played on the Hearthstone on the phone. I like, yeah. I like I playing that uh, much more. All right. So I guess we take a quick break. When we get back, we get to the flashback segment. All right. And we're back. And now we're flashbacking to. Actually, before we get into this, this is a whole new month. Oh, for the flashback segment, so you know, every month, new month, we do like gaming covers uh, for magazines. Uh, and but before I get to that, there is one thing that did. Um, there really no games that came out these for these two days that was for April, but mm-hmm. uh, Square Enix was formed. Um, I think either April first, April second. I forget what it was. Um, one of those days, they were. Um, wow, they were formed. Um, they, this is when they finally they they came together, um, and um, they said they got married, and so that, that that's how that happened. And what else? Oh yes, and um, when this happened, like I mean, it was a big deal in the gaming um, world, um, but not for me because I didn't know who Enix was. So they were saying, like, <laughs> I remember Game Forward. I think Game Forward knew like a lot of people over the U.S. didn't know what Game Forward. I mean, Enix was either, or at least like Dragon Quest. It's like, hey. They're known for like Dragon Quest was like biggest thing. They started explaining like, yo, it's huge in Japan, Dragon Quest. And I was like, it don't look that great. I don't give a damn. It's like <laughs> it's, it was like I was like, okay, as long as, as, long as our Final Fantasy is still coming in, I don't, I don't whatever. Um, it wasn't really until um, Dragon Quest Sevens when I really got into the Enix side of things, and basically that was like the only game. I want to say. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think of another game. It's probably... Was, was that another Enix game I liked? There were other Enix games, but I want to say... I liked, but Dragon Quest is the biggest one, and I did like it. And... um, I mean, I guess you can say Tri-Ace. Maybe they were with Enix. I don't think they were with Square before. Yeah, before the merger. So, um, yeah, it... It all like it, it, yeah. That's when I really got into them. Like I learned, like, oh man, Dragon Quest is actually that, it's a pretty darn good series, something like that. Yeah. Um, I see why Japan liked it. Like that was like the bigger thing. Like it's between them and Final Fantasy, and Final Fantasy got the lead because of the they went graphically like up, and with yeah. uh, Final Fantasy Seven, um, that was like huge and everything. But now I I see that you know what? Um, yeah, that's. But now, like, even though I like Final Fantasy VII, I liked eight. Um, I mean, see, like, nine, it went back to the kind of the core of, like, the fantasy stuff, really. But they like to stay, because now Final Fantasy kind of stays in that realistic kind of mode. And I'm not, I'm not really big on it. I'm not really big on that. Mm-hmm. I, I like to prefer to be more fantasy. But really, it's, I don't even think that's the it. I think I, I will be okay with it. It's just that the story is not that great. I believe the story is not like it. It's, the stories are not never really told that great. Well, not never, but 
the later ones, I, I just could not get into them. Yeah. Like it just, I just couldn't get into them. Um, I mean, because just looking back, I mean, we we look back to Final Fantasy Seven and how, like that that had its problems too. I mean, I I understand it, but thinking about it, I'm like, Darren, that that was really a, it was weird. Like how they did like, um, some of the things in that in that game. Um, but I mean, but it was it was okay. I mean, it was new. It was something new for me. Um, so it was different. And just like eight, eight, it goes off like they start. It starts off great, but then I think it gets to a point where it gets near the end. That's when stuff took on real. Because like when Final Fantasy Seven start get Final Fantasy Seven start getting close to the end, I feel like I, I wasn't having as much fun as I was at the beginning to the middle. I felt like now it's like okay, like I don't. I don't know. Like, once the weapons start coming out, that was kind of cool. But then, like, when they got close to, like, oh, you got to fight Sephiroth, I was like, it doesn't feel, I don't know. I didn't feel like I was having much fun. Just like 8, 8 was the same way. Like, I get to a point where, darn, it's not as fun anymore. Even 9 had a similar point, but I did like that more. I liked that more than 8 and 9. I mean, 7 and 8. And 10, I think, throughout. 10, because 10 was probably the best, cause, like, because it was so linear that the story, that was the best probably overall story to me. Um these Final Fantasies. But yeah, Square Enix with Dragon Quest, like seven, when they had that shell shade Dragon Quest, it looks it looks so good. That's why I liked it. And I was like, oh yeah, this looks really nice. And it looks like Dragon Ball Z. And <laughs> so I um Yeah, playing through that game, I was like, yeah, I I really like Dragon Quest Seven. Like it was fun, but it was a simple it was a simple story. Like it was like old timey JRPG, um, just in like a, a new look. But it was it was fine, it was cool, and it had voice acting too. I mean, like uh, I mean, even though like Square had voice acting, but I wasn't used to the other studios at least decent voice acting. Like there was decent voice acting, like in this, uh, mm-hmm. which I was surprised about. Um, yeah, so yeah, we're gonna get back down to it. Um, to the flashback segment. Uh, looking at these gaming covers back ten years ago in twenty thirteen. And we got Xbox Magazine, the official Xbox Magazine. And we got Elizabeth on the front for Bioshock Infinite behind the scenes. This is Elizabeth's new, this is her new look, right? Um, Or her old look. I forget. I forget which look it is. Um, I think this is her new look because this is is after the game came out, right? Yeah, it is. But it doesn't mean that they just... Got got the got the old look. Yeah. Uh, but but I'm trying to remember what the old look was now. Uh but yeah, uh I don't yeah, I don't think I ever seen this cover, but this game, you already talked about this um last week about how, how how huge it was, but now it's it's really just being critically shamed now <laughs> by um the, the gaming world. Uh what else we got? We got Metal Gear Rising, slicing and dicing our expectations. Um, the Walking Dead, Telltale's games on the future of their hit series. Ooh. And Dead Space 3, the horror shooter, gets reviewed. Oh, no. That's, oh, my, how they liked it. I mean, actually, people, I think it got, I think we looked and say it got okay. It just wasn't good as two. Yeah. Um, but overall, people were pretty down on it. Stave Decay, the most ambitious zombie game ever. Oh yeah, say the K. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I forgot two came out. Yeah, and three's in development. He, he, oh, really? Yes, right. It is. Um, ten games for ten dollars. Believe it. Oh, I wonder what those games are. 
It's probably like the Xbox Indies indie. Like they were <laughs> like where like people can just put up anything up there. The ID at Xbox games or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what else we got here? We got PC Gamer in 2013 had Crisis 3 on the front. Yeah. The last Crisis game. Exclusive review. Need a reason to play. Need a reason to play? There's five on page 36. Ooh. Okay. And there's six and reasons exclusive. not to play on 37. Road <laughs> um, exclusive. Total War Rome 2. they showing off. Storming the gates of 2013's most thrilling war game. Then you have the War Z. Oh, yeah. Um, that was... That zombie thing, and I, I think say, that's still that going the zombie on. Thing? Right? Like World War Z? I, no, I think it was actually called War Z. Because I, I, I used to get it confused too. Okay. Um, I think there was a thing called War. This War Z. Let me see. Uh, War Z game. Because World War Z is keep coming up. Yeah. Um. Everything just coming up World War Z, so maybe that's just what it is. Or maybe, or maybe it got oh, changed. No, there's the, there's, get changed. Yeah, it looks like they changed the name. There was there's this game now called Infestion, Infestion, Infestation Survivor oh. Stories. And so it was because of World War Z, the they probably Z, changed. It. So I wonder if they like had to change their name, or probably wanted to, to say, "Oh, I'm gonna get confused." Well, actually, no. They would want to get it confused. Exactly. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Elemental Fallen Enchantress. I don't know what that is. Um, I'm sure it's uh, probably RPG. Um, <laughs> Those sound strategy, like RPG, RPG words. Something like that. Yeah. Um, DMC, Devil May Cry on the PC. Yeah. The best. D- yep. That's Devil May Cry game out there. Um, Air conflicts, Pacific Carriers. I'm gonna say that's a strategy game. Yeah, it sounds like a boat game. Um, and the cave. You know the cave. Yeah. Um, and will we see Fallout Four on? T- oh, that's what you were talking about. Yeah, will we see Fallout Four on TV. Twenty years later, you will on Amazon. <laughs> the darker side of Sim City. Oh my! That's how they talking about. Are they talking about those, those videos I be seeing with like people having sex with each other and stuff like that <laughs> using the sim mod? Oh my god! Yeah, I seen the darker side. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to Game Informer. Ten years ago, we got Thief on the front. The classic stealth series leaps to next gen, and I'm replaying. Um, I think it had a demo, or we got it for free. I um, think I know we got it for free, but I know I played some. And it looked good, um, but I'm not a big stealth guy, though. So yeah. I know I stuck with it. But you like, you play the original Thief, right? Yeah, I played the demos a lot because they were on like one of those like 50 million game demo discs that my stepfather got at some point. And I played the demos for like one, two, and three quite a bit. Then the, the Xbox one came out. And that's when everybody was like, oh, they ruined the series along with like Deus Ex Invisible War, I think. Yeah. And I never really, I think I played the demo for that, but I never really spent a lot of time with that. And then this one, like, I don't remember anything about this game. Like, I remember it being a thing and coming out, but I don't even remember, like, what the reception was for it or anything. 
Yeah, I don't remember either. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think it was bad because why would I even try it? That was horrible. Let's um, see. It looks like on Metacritic, it's got a seventy on PC, a sixty-seven on PS4, and a sixty-nine. Nice on Xbox. Well, that's why I played it because I saw it's a sixty-nine. Uh, <laughs> Game Informer gave it nah, an yeah. eight. So. Yeah, I, I, th- I think, yeah, it was, like, adequate. Yeah, I knew it wasn't, like, big fanfare for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. This was the last Thief game? Was there another Thief game after this one? I think this is it, yeah. Yeah, and then, then it turned to um, that Goblin. What's that Goblin name? <laughs> Stinks? Striker? Sticks. Sticks. Sticks? Yeah, Sticks. All right, so now we're going back 20 years to PlayStation Magazine, the unofficial PlayStation Magazine. And we have... Actually, wait a minute. Is this the unofficial one? Yeah, it is the unofficial one. Yeah, yeah 100% independent. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, I'm just used to... Yeah, I'm used to it having... Oh, though, like, unof- like I don't know. Right. OPM, but whatever. I guess it said fuck them. Um, <laughs> so we got... Oh, look at this, the Hulk. It's up the front. Um, he looks really drawn. Hey, cell shaded. Yeah. So tell me about this game. This is like based off the movie, right? Yeah. This is based or- off the Ang Lee movie. I uh, I don't think it was particularly great, but it looked all right. Like it's kind of funny. Like now, when you go back and look at that Ang Lee movie, it was very like kind of painterly Hulk. It it wasn't like it the was. Incredible Hulk or the one you see nowadays with um. What's his face where he's got like chest hair and stuff like that? He was very like uh, smooth polymer clay looking. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. What else we have here? We got Resident Evil Dead Aim. Oh, yeah, that's a shooter. That's what we need the remakes of, Dominic. (laughs) PS2 gets a second new RE game. You won't believe. I didn't believe the first one. I don't know which one it is. BNN rated. Um, EverQuest Online, Metal Gear Solid 2 Substance, and Tenchu 3. How did they beat EverQuest Online? That was going to be my same question. How did they <laughs> beat EverQuest Online? They beat every quest, Dominic. <laughs> Plus, Time Crisis 3, High Heat 2004, Slugfest 2004, Mega Man X7, World Series Baseball 2K3, Rayman 3, Dynasty Warriors 4, and Chaos Legion. <clears throat> Capcom's next big thing. Chaos Legion, what was that? I don't know, so clearly it's not Capcom's next big thing. Slugfest was the Blitz version of baseball, right? Where you could just hit people with baseball yeah. bats. Yeah, nice. yeah. I, I, I don't know if you could do that. <laughs> Where you could shoot steroids. <laughs> Chaos Legion, I see her up here. Um, it came on PC, it was on PlayStation 2. Um, the game's primarily action-oriented. I'm not going to read um, Wikipedia here, a third-person Hack and slash video game. And woo! Got some great scores. Um we got um Rick Flair 37 out of hundred on Metacritic for PC and 65 on PS2. So PS5 PS2 is actually better than the PC version. Or PC have better standards. It's one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this was not like you said, this was not the best thing because definitely don't remember this. I don't yeah. remember this at all. I, I want to see some video of this game. This definitely does look like a Capcom ass game, though. Like, I don't know any of this. 
it looks like just like a Devil May Cry, but uh, mm. it looks like a Devil May Cry, but just not as good. <laughs> That's what you think. It was better. It's underrated. Yeah, I just don't, I don't remember this at all. All right, so what else we have here? We got Game Inform. Oh no, Xbox. I'm sorry, Xbox in 2003. We got here we go. The Grand Theft Auto Killer, True Crime, Streets of L.A. Who needs Grand Theft Auto, Dave? Because this is exactly. the Xbox magazine. They didn't have Grand Theft Auto yet. Yep. They said, who needs Grand Theft Auto? True Crime is bigger, better, and badder. Damn. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, people talking about it. Like, oh, not True Crime's L.A., man. And, de- and then also Snoop Dogg was dancing and stuff, you know, yep. um, <laughs> exactly. in that commercial. <laughs> God, Soup Dog has just become like the definition of sellout should be like him, right? Like next to that. He is the definition I mean, of pulp culture at this point, Downing. He exists above everything. Like, you still see and he's still the same. Yep. He's still the same. He's a grandfather, <laughs> but you look at him like he still looked like he was in the nineties. <laughs> he still, he still, well, he still acts like it. <laughs> now he's doing like Corona commercials with um, I forgot that guy name, the guy who did um the Lo, the Los Lo Island Boys or whatever they were, you know, oh, Long uh, Island. Be like, what is his name? Sandberg. Yeah, Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. Yeah, he was like doing Corona commercials with him. Okay. It's funny because I thought he had his own out. I thought he had his own freaking drink because I seen it. At least I seen it at the um, liquor store. Yeah, I was like, "Darn!" So I guess he said, "Fuck that drink," or you don't really own it. You just really just the face of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it. Yeah, this game I never played it. I never played it because I was I was a Grand Theft Auto guy, so I was figuring like everything is beneath Grand Theft Auto, unless unless like magazine magazine says otherwise or something like that. Um, <laughs> Like so, I didn't. I didn't really care. I didn't really care about this game, even though people said they had fun with it. I think it got like a. What was the uh, Metacritic for True Crime? I'm gonna say somewhere in the like high seventies. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking it got that. But yeah, I remember like the talk for this, and this was yeah, this was good for the Xbox guys because they didn't have it. They didn't. I mean, didn't have Grand Theft Auto yet. And then when they got it, then they started on bragging and saying, like, oh, we got a better version. But it was like, man, I played that game like 50 times now. Like, I don't fucking, I'm not, I don't want to play Grand Theft Auto anymore. It's just like, I want the new one. And we get the new one before you do. All right. Um, so what else they got up here? We got All Star Baseball 2004 up here, Kung Fu Chaos. I remember that title. I just don't remember what it looks like. I feel like Apex. that's like that party game for the Xbox where it was like kind of top down isometric, but you were like kung fu animals. Okay, the best racing game on Xbox? You decide. Apex. That does sound familiar. I'm going to go with no, it's not. <laughs> Boys, it didn't come out yet, Daniel. Mm. It's not Apex Legends. I know that. Okay, let's see racing. <laughs> um,. I feel like I remember we go. Apex a little bit, but uh, I remember the cover. Um, let's see what the video shows. Does the video make it look good? I guess because I'm just so used to looking at Forza. This looks like it's it doesn't have all the details on it. 
Mm. Let me say, could this be a potential Forza style game for mobile? God, that what? is an ugly cover. Oh, this is Apex it. Racing for um the phone. Oh, <laughs> I look at the wrong what? <laughs> so I was looking, I was looking like it, it is kind of sharp. It's just the, not a lot of detail. Yeah. This is okay. Now ass. I see. Yeah. I don't know I if mean, that's a real car or not, but that thing is bad looking. <laughs> what you mean that the red one? Yeah, on the cover. Oh, on the cover. Oh. Uh yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't know if these are are these real real cars. Thought I saw a Mercedes logo, but that's the only thing that I feel like I recognize as a real car, and it could just be like a knockoff one that I didn't recognize that it was slightly off-brand looking. Apex Racing. Yeah, this uh, looks yeah. like an early two thousands racing game. <laughs> that's for yeah. sure. All right, so what else? Got Soul Caliber two up here. Look at that. Look at Spawn, and you got Prehistoric. I remember Prehistoric, the BC. Oh yeah, that never came out, right? What was that? That never came out, did it? I thought it did. Nope, it got canceled. You're right. Yeah, I saw. Remember, because I was looking forward to it. So I was like, oh man, I was like jealous. Like, well, I'll get an Xbox when this comes out. And it never came. That's why to this day you've never had an Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Deus Ex Invisible War. Prepare yourself for the next Splinter Cell. Really? Darn, that would have turned me off. <laughs> that would have turned me off. And it's not. That shit was no Splinter Cell. What the fuck? It's for the best. <laughs> I would have been like, shit. I was like, oh, I was kind of looking forward to it. So no, no, fuck it. All right. What else we have here? Last for 2003, we got Game Informer. Counter-Strike. Yep. Coming to the Xbox, baby. In a year without Halo 2, Counter-Strike is Xbox King. Do some coverage inside. <laughs> now, I, 20 I wonder. years later, we're talking about Counter-Strike 2. <laughs> yep. Um, also, the first look at Jedi Knight 3. Ooh. And Spy Hunter 2 unveiled. And Anamusha 3. Look, Gene Reno stars in the final installment of the trilogy. And I had that game. I got it for 20 bucks. I remember not knowing who he was at the time, but also, like, they were advertising it like he was a movie star. So I was like, oh, he's somebody yeah. important. And, I mean, I knew him from Godzilla, the 1998 one. <laughs> okay. That's where I knew him from. I guess I didn't recognize him from that. All right. So now we're going back 30 years ago, 30 years. What we got on Game Pro? We got Star Fox. And this page is taking a long time to load. Okay. Um, Star Fox. Um, and John. I like him as puppets. I like the puppet ones. Yeah. Daniel. The re- yeah. <laughs> those are some good, those are good representations. Yeah. I like him with the metal legs, though. Give me a metal leg Star Fox. I need to. All right, you got, here we go. What does it say? Super Star Fox Weekend Competition. See page 59. Uh, Star Fox, blast off with Nintendo's awesome outer space shooter for your Super Nintendo. Then you got free, look at this, a free Sonic the Hedgehog 2 Pro Strategy Guide. And pro reviews of all these games. Battletoads, Cyborg, Justice, Cool Spot. Yeah, Cool Spot, man. Get that seven up. <laughs> Tony La Russa Baseball. That's the one I had. Mm-hmm. 
that's the game I had. Tony La Russa baseball, where they couldn't use real MLB teams, but they did have a team called Ball, B-A-L, for Baltimore, <laughs> and they were orange and black. I used to play with them. That's the only team I ever played with, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tiny Two, and I liked it because, and wait a minute, no, that was Clint Giffrey's um, Junior's baseball, where they broke their backs, like they put it over their leg and break mm. the bat. That was that one. <laughs> so this one had nothing really special. But since nobody could really play and I knew how to play just a little bit, it was like, oh, you beat them? So I'll be like, yes, I'm actually good at something. But it wasn't. It was just, <laughs> it's just like people didn't care about baseball. <laughs> Tiny Toon Adventures. Chalkin the Forever Man? Chalkan? I don't know what that is. Um, Super Nintendo uh, has Shadowed one. Oh. What? Is it Turrican? I think I, that's that game that came back that's how you pronounce a it? years ago. C-H-A-K-A-N? Turrican? Not what are you? Oh no, I'm reading the other one. I'm sorry. Um Shino Shadow One was on um Super Nintendo. I didn't either. Um Oh, this is yeah, Super Turrican. That's what you uh, yeah. what, what was that game? What is this one? It's a uh, like side scrolling shooter type thing it came back a couple of years ago on like the switch and they were like oh it's turkey people like this game and it's like i've never heard of that thing in my life mech warrior i didn't know mech warrior was a super tendo what the hell is that is that and like in the um that what's that mode called that i don't like <laughs> like Star Fox, the mode seven or whatever yeah maybe um super super nba basketball I know Super Nintendo had their own basketball. Okay. Um, Pokey and Rocky? Or Pocky and Rocky? What the fuck is that? That sounds familiar. It's either Porky the Pig or it's a caveman. Let's see. Okay, that's not at all what I expected. It's apparently something Japanese. And there's a raccoon. It's a raccoon. Well, they should bring that back, Daniel. They should get Pocky and Rocky back. Um, Sega CD had Road Avenger, Hook. Yeah. So I want to play as uh, Robert Williams. That's the old Peter Pan. Um, the Adventures of the Willie Beamish. Yep. One of my favorite games. Adventures of, Adventures of Willie Beamish. Yep. And I saw, I used to think it was just on a Sega CD, and I was mad because I was like, oh, man, this game looks like a cartoon. And that's why I want a Sega CD. But then, but I remember my dad. Like, because he was traveling. They was on business. And I think he was traveling, like, all over the country. Um, and he mailed. He said some mail. Um, some stuff was coming. Um, like, and my mama said, yeah, some stuff was becoming for dad's computer. And I uh, opened it. And my dad said, like, yeah, tell me what was in it. And it's like, oh, yeah, this is CD-ROM. And these are the games. And I was like, oh, it's Willie Beamish. I said, oh, my God. I thought it was just a second CD. So I couldn't wait till he get home so he can hook that shit up. <laughs> Um, what we got here? DuckTales 2. I wouldn't, I think, I know I had DuckTales the game. I don't mm. know if I had, du- I don't think I had DuckTales 2. Um, well, my brother had it. I mean, actually, no, that actually might have been mine's. Yeah, I might, that might have been my game, because I don't think he would have won DuckTales. Um, RC, Pro-Am 2, Barnerman 2, Dizzy the Adventurer. Dizzy? Um, is I guess it's not, that's not Dizzy Double, right? From um, 
Tiny Toons? Right. <laughs> I don't think so. What the hell is he, an egg? Yep, he's an egg. Dizzy Prince of the Yolk Folk. Ew. The Yolk Folk. But it says Dizzy the Adventurer. I don't think that's... Yeah, that's the same guy. Yeah. Telling me he got multiple games, though. <laughs> yeah, he did. Why does this... Five out of five on yolkfolk.com. That's some bullshit. <laughs> All right. So what they got here? They got Shinobi 2, Glo- um, Global Gladiators, Power Factor. First look at Street Fighter Fight 2 for the Super Nintendo. And a sneak peek, not games and hardware from the... Oh, hot games. I am about to say, what, what the hell does that mean? Um... Hot games and hardware from the Consumer Electronics Show. Ooh, yeah. I used to always, like, my dad used to always talk about, like, going to the computer show. Mm-hmm. That was, like, a big thing. Like, every time it was at Timoleum, it's like, going to the computer show, going to the computer show. I'm thinking it was, like, a show, Daniel. Like, if they were, um, <laughs> people would dance and, like, like, like it was. Nope, this is the flea market. Like, yeah, I went there. I was, like. This is not what I thought it was. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, where's like where's the clowns and stuff? Like what what else going on? Like, what's what is where's the party? It's like where's the... <laughs> All right. EGM. Here we got Dracula. I remember this movie because my dad had it. And it was also with um, Matrix Man in there. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just remember the Dracula. The big thing is like the shadow moving on its own, and that's what Simpsons did it, made fun of it. Mm-hmm. And so that was like a reference I could get when I was a kid. So, oh, I know this reference. I said, I know what that is. That's just like from Dracula. <laughs> um, I thought it was like a good movie. I mean, as a kid, I don't know about credit stuff. And then when I got older, I saw like it wasn't really that good. I said, wow. I, I kept thinking it was like a huge movie or something. Because I used to see commercials for it like all the fucking time. Man, it probably mean they're probably just promoting it and all, but that's why some of you I thought it was like a hot movie that everybody liked. I remember the ending. I remember the ending very well when they killed Dracula. Um, and I remember the hallway when he was talking to him. And uh, his shadow was moving on by himself. Mm. See, I don't think I've seen it. All right, well, so what else we got here? Batman Returns. Blaster Master 2, Fatal Fury 2, Cool Spot. Man, Cool Spot, man. Yes, what's on? Yeah. Um, toys. Oh, seats. yes. Another um, Robin Williams. They got, Robin Williams got the, <laughs> the toys game. Yeah. And then he got the hook. Um, G-Lock and Chinese Force. That too. What, G-Lock? Yeah. What is G-Lock? I don't know. This... <laughs> Oh, look at this exclusive X Men and Dracula contest. Mm. X Men Dracula. I mean, like that, that. That's that's a weird combination. All right. What else we have here? We got Nintendo Power. This is the last one. Oh, you! I'm just gonna keep one of these. <laughs> Why? I remember you I was can two see his beautiful ones. metal legs in this, Dominic. Look at that. Oh Star yeah, Fox. I, I forget that he has metal legs, Daniel. Like I. I don't think it's canon anymore. 
Oh, okay. I think they gave them like Luke Skywalker oh, metal two. legs they, where they, they look like real one. legs. They ain't even one. They gave him two. Cause like that's silver down there. Yep. That's that's some fucked up shit. Like what the fuck? Somebody just like they he, somebody Anakin Skywalkered him. <laughs> or or they Kenobi'd him. They Kenobi'd or like or I don't know. No, they, they turn to Anakin. I, I, what would that be better? They say Kenobi. Somebody did a Kenobi on him. Uh, I think Anakin is, is yeah. a good one. We know what that means. I can't quite tell in the background if Peppy's legs are also like that or if they, they look just the, boots. They, they do look the same, Daniel. It's, that's freaking like weird. They definitely are. So maybe, like, maybe it's a pilot thing to work in our wing. You got to chop your legs off. Like they have a shoe that that gets the um freaking calf muscle like that too. It's like that's weird. It's <laughs> they're latex now. Like they just they're so form fitting. So everybody just got the well, yeah. Falcon doesn't look like he has one on. I can't tell Peppy. Yeah, I'm not, Peppy's um, behind the Star Fox text. Um, and what's the what's the bunny name? That's Peppy. Yeah, Slippy's the one. Oh, I'm sorry. The frog what's the frog him. name? Slippy. Slippy. Well, I can't see Slippy's legs. Yeah. Um, if you look hard enough, it almost looks like the ski of the the R wing is actually his foot. Yeah, I guess I just got they they must have been tortured or something, and there's people just cut through their legs. It's off. like Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> it's just like him. How do you think they became talking human like animals? All right, so that is it for the flashback segment. So we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we get to the gaming news. All right. And we're back. Let's get to the gaming news. What we got there? All right. First up, Dominic, we got some news on some new DLC for Vampire Survivors. It's called Tides of the Foscari. It's coming out April 13th for two bucks. It includes eight new heroes and uh, lots of other items and stuff. 13 weapons, three musical tracks, and 21 achievements, as well as a new stage called the Lake of Foscari. So what do you think, Dominic? Is this going to keep you playing? Yes, it will. I don't <laughs> know what the hell all that shit is. I don't know what it means, but I know I, it will keep me playing it. I mean, that's Whatever. the thing. They make this DLC so cheap, too. Like, you already kind of just want to keep playing the game anyway, and then they they release content for $1. two bucks, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, that, that is, yeah. Like, I didn't yeah, even like, think about it with the first one. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm playing this game for free on Game Pass. Like, I can give them $2. Why not? You know? Exactly. So. Oh, yeah. is that why I can play it? Yes. Oh, yeah. shit, Dad. Because I was thinking, like, I was surprised. I was like, by, um, I was like, oh, Game Pass actually paid for DLC. That's weird. <laughs> nah, I, nah, I, I, didn't real, I didn't realize that's why I was able to play it. <laughs> Yeah, cause I, and I like that that level that's in there. It seemed pretty cool. Oh um, yeah, cause that's the thing. Like coming to it kind of later than everybody else. I don't know what is part of like the main game. What was added on later? And what what was part of the DLC? Really, I just like I just want yeah. all the items so I can experiment with all the combinations. But you understand the story now, right? <laughs> <laughs> some single player story DLC <laughs> alright next up Dominic we got a uh, Nintendo Direct 
for Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, just kind of a short, I think it was like 15-minute thing. Oh, shit, with, it happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't realize it. Yeah, so. I thought, uh, Daniel, when I saw that, like, I, cause I wasn't like really reading it. I just mm. see the words. I thought it was like Zelda TikTok. I was like, oh, what's this about? <laughs> 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 I, I thought it was Zelda TikTok. Just um, the abbreviation of um, Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> so, yeah. So they they showed this stuff off. It, it basically focused on the new abilities that Link has. Um, we've seen it in the trailer, the Ascension ability, where he basically just like raised up through the ceiling. Uh, it sounds like basically anywhere there's a place that you can go inside and then there's a roof on top of it, you can basically just kind of teleport straight through the rock onto the roof. Uh, they show in the trailer, well, they show in this gameplay, a cave that the guy goes into, and then he just bloop, goes up to the top of it so you don't have to use stamina to climb anymore. That could be a positive for you. You know, it, if, you're, if you're less reliant on having to climb things and making traversal a little better. Um, another thing that they showed off is the fuse ability and basically what they did is they took a stick uh like a branch from a tree and then they fused it to a rock and made a hammer uh basically what i'm saying dominic is they turned zelda into minecraft and or banjo kazooie nuts and bolts um, oh, okay because that is what they focused on in this completely they they showed that they also showed off the ultra hand which is basically what allows you to like combine the fusibility with uh, making bigger things. Like they made a a boat with three pieces of wood, and then added a two motors to it to make it kind of like a jet ski thing. Um, they said the vehicles that you had seen in the previous trailers, there was kind of like a hot air balloon thing, and then like a kind of truck thing that you were riding on. Those are not things that are in the game. Those are things that you can make in the game. They they talked about a lot about basically like the freedom of you kind of exploring and finding different means of doing things in this world. Now, with that said, like to me, that stuff's cool, but it's not really stuff that I'm going to get super engaged with. It'll be it'll be neat to see how other people use it in crazy ways. I mean, it was neat to see what people could do in breath of the wild and like, just teleport themselves using a rock in the one power that frees time to like shoot themselves into Ganon's castle or whatever. Um, so that stuff will definitely be cool. But what I want to see is kind of like some more traditional Zelda stuff. It's not, not like I don't want this game if it doesn't have dungeons, but like, I would like to see at least shrines or dungeons or something that, you know, it's not like I'm looking for story necessarily because all the games have never been that, but I'm definitely looking for some of the more traditional, like kind of puzzly action stuff from that I'm used to from Zelda. So we'll see. I, I, you know, we're only a couple of months so away. So there's no cheat have a cheat boat or something like you just do anything. I don't know. It, it kind of seems like this could make it like a cheat mode, basically. Like, there's still weapon durability. They talked about, like, the stick breaking. But, like, if I can just pick up two pieces of something and 
you know, fuse them together and make this super cool weapon. I don't know if it matters. Like (laughs) there's a silly moment in it where they take a, a branch and then they add a pitchfork to it. And then link is carrying around this like 20 foot long pitchfork and just poking enemies. Um, yeah, and then crazy. there was another moment where I gotta they see. I gotta watch this video. Yeah, there's another totally moment where they stick an eyeball to an arrow, and then it does like a homing arrow thing, uh, or you can stick like an ice element to an arrow, and then that'll turn it into uh, ice arrow, basically. Like that's what excites me is the idea of like using all of this freedom to basically solve puzzles in my own ways. That I think that's what could be kind of the gimmick to this game. All right. So cool. Yeah. Looks all right. I hope to see more of it though. Something that uh, makes me go. Yeah, definitely. I, I want this game. Yeah. When you buy it. Yep. I already bought it. So <laughs> um, next up, Dominic, this is kind of where things go downhill for the week. Uh, multiverses. Warner brothers has announced that the open beta is coming to an end. Cause as up until now, it has been in an open beta status. Uh, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that's how games are. Yeah. So as of April 4th, they're going to be delisting it from, you know, places you can buy it like steam. And then as of June 25th, it is going to go offline. There's, it sounds like there's going to be some limited single weird. player kind of stuff you can do, but yeah, they're basically taking the whole game offline with the intention to allegedly relaunch it again in 2024. But considering like what we saw a couple of months ago at the beginning of the year, like this onslaught of just death of, of live service games, like what do you think the chances are that we actually see this game come back in any substantial form? That, that is, I, I would I think they will, but I just don't. Maybe, maybe it was going to look. Let's do something really special, man, to make people like, yeah, this is awesome. Is this still going to be free to play? That's a good back? question. I I wonder if that. So that's where it becomes difficult, right? Because they've been selling selling stuff for this open open beta. So like. If you then relaunch and say, hey, our game is $20 or $30 as they try and get like what little bit of money out of the people that still want to play that game, you're then shutting off the people that bought content for that game but now can't play that game because you're charging for it without buying it again like or buying it for the first time. Like that's it gets really messy, I feel like. Yeah, it and then I. This is like it's one thing to be like okay, like I heard, I was reading some stories like okay, it's gonna shut down, and they'll be back in like uh, maybe a couple months or something or a month or a month like not that long but darn they they talking about like next year yeah it's like and they're not even what? giving a definitive like timeline for next year it's just yeah. like could be January twenty twenty four it could be December twenty twenty four I'm used to things I mean I'm sorry I mean I know technically you did say beta but I'm used to betas like what a what a um lot of service game it just goes right into the um the real thing yeah like it, it yeah yeah like like because they they're updating every now and then and they, they say oh we're gonna be out for a week or two weeks or something like that because we're gonna fix we gotta fix this like oh we're gonna be out for some days or something and then it's like oh we're relaunching. Weeks, um, so we'd be out of beta, 
but they talking about a whole year. Like yeah. that is woo. And it it really just sounds like this is like the soft death of this game because like it already wasn't keeping up player wise, and it seems like that's probably why they're taking it offline. So, what is the incentive to them to actually ever bring it back? It's my question. Yeah, I, I mean, unless unless they, I mean, maybe to make some more money. That's 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 the only incentive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, how do they make that money? Do they do they start charging people for it, or you know? So. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's weird. So, 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 so what? So, what's the like? That's the reason they said they taking a lot because it's is like there's too many problems. I, I think like, they're basically like, saying like, hey, the the intention this whole time was that this is an open beta, and in order to address the the community's concerns and make this the game that they want, we're gonna have to you know, do some serious work on it. So we're going to have to take it offline. Yeah. That, that's almost sounds like, I mean, that, I mean, I'm not gonna say this, this is what it is, but it could sound like, like when I make as much money as we want on this and yes, just say we'll come back on this and then we just say, fuck it. <laughs> and then disappear with what little DLC money that you got from people. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, that, that's really rough. I mean, that game came out, seemed pretty cool, but I guess it just did not keep the audience that they were looking for. And, uh, yeah. I mean, they seem to be supporting it during, like, the uh, the initial, like, beginning of Season 1, and then it seemed like, you know, characters kind of slowed down, and then eventually, you know, it sounds like they went silent on Season 2 stuff, so... I don't know, man. Real rough for anybody that spent money on that game, I feel like. Yeah, I know. I'm pissed because I did. I did. Dang, I bought um I bought LeBron. <laughs> did you? I was yeah, you I just was had like, to you know beat what? him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He I was like, I'm gonna use this, yep, and I was gonna just go into games and have the people have at him. <laughs> have at me. Go ahead. Beat the living crap out of him. <laughs> and that they did. And now, done. Uh, that's that's what I'm gonna blame on this day. I'm gonna blame LeBron. I'm blaming LeBron why <laughs> they're doing this um, to this game. Well, they took his character out of there for a while because he was like broken or whatever. So you know that was the that was the death of it. People were like, "Oh man, if LeBron's not in the game, then we're not gonna play the game anymore." So it is all his fault, Dominic. It's all his fault. God damn shame, Daniel. God right, damn Dominic, shame. This one might be his fault too because it's LA related. So we're, we're let's just blame LeBron. E three is dead. Um, they have they have once again canceled. They did as if when when did this happen? When did they officially say it? I think the thirtieth. So two days ago, I just saw it. Okay, I think last that, night. That makes sense because yeah, because I was out of it because I was. I mean that I wasn't really paying too much. I did a sleep study like that night, mm. and then. Yesterday, I basically slept all day, so that doesn't make any sense because I should have slept at a sea study, but I did, but I didn't have a good sleep. So, <laughs> so, so I ended up coming back and sleeping all day. But, uh, darn. So, they, they finally did, because that's what, yeah, we were all asking, like, man, nobody's showing up, so what the F is going to be there? 
Yeah, so it started earlier this week when there was talk that Ubisoft, well, it wasn't even talk, Ubisoft announced that they were not going to be a part of it. And then shortly after that, there were rumors that Tencent and Sega were also not going to be a part of it. And it sounds like basically as soon as they announced that they were not going to be a part of it, the ESA just said, hey, everything digital and physical for E3 is canceled. Um, everything that I've seen points to basically Read Pop got started really late organizing this event. So therefore, plans were not locked in at a time that it would have been advantageous for publishers to to schedule all their stuff. You know, we're I mean, we're talking about right now. It's April first as of recording this, and what June like fifteenth or something is usually about when when E three is. You know, people have got to get their tickets. They've got to you know, depending on if you're just a fan, you got to get time off. If you're, if you're a an actual journalist, you got to requisition the money and schedule out all the stuff and plan your teams going there and all that nonsense. Like if they couldn't have figured that out before now, nobody else can make plans. Right. So I understand why these companies are pulling out if they haven't set up well to, to actually make this happen, which is, surprising to me because like I thought read pop coming in would have been like at least a step towards salvation, right? Like they know how to put on an event. They put on packs, they put on, I think like New York comic con or something like that. Like these guys are big organizers. That's what they do. The ESA has clearly not been able to handle that aspect of it very well for a while now. So you bring in these professionals, you get them to handle it, and it sounds like that just did not work out for them. And uh, now is the, I mean, we've talked about it basically every year since the, the pandemic stuff started. It sounded like things were going bad for them that year. The The pandemic actually like helped them by by giving them a reason as to why things might might fall apart there. The following year it was like, okay, we're doing this digital only thing. And even that wasn't like spectacular. And then it's just like, okay, yeah, now is the year where things could have been pulled off. You know, they just had PAX East, you know, they had a mass mandate or whatever. So it's not completely back to normal, but it's not like, you know, people aren't gathering anymore. Right this would have been the year that they could get everything back on board. And if they were successful next year, you know, you take one step more and hopefully at some point you can convince these larger publishers like Nintendo and Microsoft and Sony that it's worth their while to come there. I mean, these companies go to places like PAX, like what is the difference between that and E3, I mean, obviously they can go online and, and put their videos up like Nintendo has, has done. And now everybody else is doing as well with these direct style things. But obviously there, there's some level of like a, a return on investment, I guess, for these companies that they would go to a place like PAX East or PAX West or, or PAX, whatever. You know, so it's not just hey, we need a place to put out our message. Like, I, you seemingly want to put put your games in the hands of people as well. So, like, why not continue with E3 if 
if if there is something advantageous for them, right? But yeah, with this this whole read pop thing and and the ESA just not being able to pull it off, yeah, obviously it's going to die. And now you have Jeff Keeley out there, you know, giving people a different option. You know, yeah, maybe uh, maybe uh, competition was too much for him. I guess basically, you know. So it's it's rough, Dominic. I <laughs> I I can't believe we're here, but like this has got to be like the nail in the coffin, right? Like we can we can say next year we're gonna do it again, or you know I, I think their statement even said like oh Reed Pop and the ESA are working on future E three events or whatever. But like at a certain point, you gotta just admit defeat and not keep doing this whole thing because like this is going to be a big blow to the ESA and repop because they paid for the LA convention center or wherever it's taking place. Like they're not getting that money back, you know, despite, you know, not having the event. So I, that's, that's a big loss for them. I also wonder, like there were, there've been lots of rumors going around that Konami was kind of one of the big parties still invested in E3 because they have something, big to show off this year, uh, possibly like a metal gear solid or metal gear solid two or three or one of them remake, um, or remaster or something like that. Um, like what do they do now? Do they just, you know, put out a video just like everybody else? Do they go to, do they try and get in uh Jeff Keeley's good graces? I, I don't know if that works out for Konami. What with his relationship with Kojima, um, like where does that put them? Do we now not see that until like a Tokyo game show or, or something like that? I feel like that's an interesting aspect of it as well. Cause there were some companies that were still going to be showing something off. Ubisoft has already said that they're doing, their own, you know, Ubisoft forward or whatever they call theirs the day after I think Microsoft's event. So, um, you know, around that time still. So we're still kind of seeing some of that, you know, we're still going to get announcements from these companies. It's maybe just not going to be quite as consolidated as it has in the past. And I think you've talked about it and it's that's kind of the biggest thing we lose here right when we lose e3 is like this one week that's like dedicated to gaming that was kind of like this really special thing especially when we were younger and and you know didn't necessarily have work to do or you know like you ignore work <laughs> sometimes you take off from work and you're like i'm just gonna sit here and i'm gonna watch all the coverage for the, from this because yeah, there's man. so much gaming happening. I mean, because back in the day, like when we was at Target, that's when I really started watching like the one stuff that was on G4 and everything. And other people online, like they have their own little shows mm. online. Um, like since since we worked overnight, I was like, well, I'm just going to stay up all day and just watch <laughs> yeah. this shit and just be tired of shit and going to work because who gives a fuck? Yep. Um, I'm just going to be angry. I said, that's going to be Future's Dominic's problem. <laughs> and Future Dominic hated past Dominic for causing these problems. <laughs> but yeah, I used to love, yeah, I used to love that, uh, watching that shit. And then I always fall asleep because, because, because I'm still so much tired. <laughs> I'll be watching it, then I'll be dozing off. These are just staying in the living room. Oh, man. 
those were some good good bad times. Yeah. Good bad times. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But no, was... yeah, there it sucks. It sucks that that but I mean I'm also I mean, I still like it to be there. Like even mm-hmm. though I probably ain't gonna be watching it like I was or anything. But I, I like to like I come home from work or something, or it's like, hey, let me look up and see what's happening on the E3 show, man. Just have this on in the background or something while I'm doing something, just looking at seeing what the games are out there, what what they talking to developers about, or you know, things of that nature. And it sucks that we don't just have we don't have it like that anymore. Like like what it used to be. Like I still I like what we have with these little pop up shows that they do, mm-hmm. but it's not the same as having somebody ask questions, you know, um, getting their own input because they're just telling you what they want. You know, it's not really like an interview or nothing. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, at, and people watching somebody actually play the game, you know, sometimes seeing that, like having the, like on G4 where they had somebody on the show floor actually playing the game and then. They even tell you how they how it was to them. I mean, yeah, now exactly. I have to go you get through. kind of a difference of opinion, right? Like I played this game, yeah. and I thought the controls felt tight, and this, that, and the other. And somebody else comes along, and you're like, eh, I don't know quite a bit about that. Yeah, I, my disappointment is like I would have thought. Well, I would have hoped that the death of E3 was because these demos and things that were limited to this one building in LA could be like democratized and you could just have them online and everybody could try them out. Yeah. Which, I remember you saying that for years ago. Yeah. You, you, you I mean, saying that for years. We've seen touches of that, you know, steam's done some stuff like that. Xbox very much yeah. was like on the, like the f- especially during the COVID times. Yeah. Cause I was, I was playing those games that was temporary. Some of those games were temporary demos. They would mm-hmm. go away and some of them would stay. Um, but Exactly, and but it doesn't seem like we're not getting the we're not getting is like what we thought though. Mm-hmm. We're not getting what what like they did at E three. It just seems like when just like maybe some indie any um game might do that. Every now and then something sort of big might do something, but it's just nah. We're not getting that level mm-hmm. <laughs> like like you want that they they that people got to play at demos for at E three. Nope. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what the future has to hold for E3 and the summer games kind of consolidation. But yeah, it's it's so crazy because like once the Ubisoft stuff started happening, I was kind of like, man, I then there was talk of like, oh yeah, by this weekend they're going to cancel, and I was kind of like. I really hope they cancel it before the podcast so we can talk about this <laughs> like while it's fresh because like, and then I looked and I, cause I hadn't seen it like pop up as big news anywhere. So I looked last night to start writing the notes and stuff. And I saw that it had been canceled and I'm like, huh, I'd, like it feels like it wasn't even that big a thing that it was canceled. I mean, probably mostly because it was almost inevitable, but at the same yeah, time, like, said, it's sad yeah. that it's not that big a news, right? Yeah, it really is. Like, uh, and the way people treat it, you know, like, I mean, I see some people like really treat it like, say, yeah, I'm glad it's gone. We don't need this. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, that's some jaded assholes. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. I mean, like, 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 it's on this thing, especially for people who didn't go or something like that. Like, what the hell you hate it for? 
It's like, what, 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 what did E3 do that really caused you any problems? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I can it's understand maybe I, some people. Yeah. Sorry, but, I was just going to say, I feel like when we first started this podcast, like, one of the ideas would be like, yeah, maybe one day we'll be big enough that we can go to E3, right? <laughs> and and be like correspondents or whatever. There'll just be nothing there. But, but <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, can we just go in this space even though it's been bought? Can we just... <laughs> <laughs> They're not using it. Let me just set up a booth yeah. in the middle like Konami used to where they didn't have anything to show <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, it's just, it's so sad. Because like, I remember even like, as 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 late as a couple of years ago, we were making like special podcasts for E3 because like they're doing these conferences and everything's big. And now it's like ah, it'll it'll wait till Saturday, you know. Nothing's that important. It's just man, video games. Video games are like both the biggest thing in the world now, and also like. I guess becoming so ubiquitous that like it's just becoming another thing and it's not as special as it was despite being at its biggest, being bigger, making more money than Hollywood, you know, annually or whatever. Yeah. They ruined it, Daniel. They ruined our games. <laughs> they ruined our <laughs> games. Yeah. So all right, Dominic, was there anything else you uh, want to say to that or any other topics you saw this week? Um, No, nah, I'm good. All right, we'll get into new releases here real quick. We got The Last of Us Part 1 on PC. It sounds like that game has launched in pretty bad shape, unfortunately. So uh, maybe hold off until some updates for that game. I heard on Steam Deck, if people play it there like the initial load time is over an hour long. And that's because like the way the steam deck like sets up the games, it it's like preloads the shaders and stuff. But even then it's like more excessive than any other game has been. And even after it's loaded in the shaders to improve performance, it still runs like trash. Um, and there's also just problems with the base PC version as well. So that's unfortunate. It won. It, I wonder because they delayed it a little bit. I wonder if they delayed it and then when oh man, we're like getting outside of the uh, the window of the television show now that that season is ended, and they yeah. wanted to get a product out there for people that wanted to continue the adventures of that that television. So like, what's show. the problems again? I'm sorry, because uh, something hey, basically the performance what? is just really poor. Oh, it's just poor. Okay. Yeah. So it sounds like it has not been well optimized. So yeah, hopefully they will continue to work on that. I'm sure they will. I, I, I don't look at this as like a bad sign where like the, uh, where Sony is, you know, divesting themselves in PC. It sounds like if anything, they're going to be, you know, spending more money and more time bringing their games. This to is like PC. the first big thing, right? This is the first big one that's like close to the release of the other one, right? Like this is this one comes a lot sooner than either of the Spider-Man games. It comes sooner than um than uh what's the other the Uncharted games. Yeah. So, yeah, it it's definitely the closest 
thing they've had to like one of their big releases coming out somewhere near the time that yeah. that the PlayStation 5 equivalent has come out. So Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh MLB the show 23, of course you mentioned that earlier, that's now out on Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series and Game Pass, of course. Sifu is now out on the Xbox and Xbox Series consoles. I thought that was going to be a Game Pass thing. As it turns out, that is not. But that does have, uh, I think, a new mode, like an arena mode. That's basically unlimited uh, unlimited fighting until you get beat, basically. Survival, I guess you would say. Oh, okay. And then this game kind of came out of nowhere, sort of. It was as- like an April Fool's joke. It seems like it was like an April Fool's joke because I was like, oh, what time is it? You know, maybe this is a April Fool's joke in Japan, but it's a real product that is released. So even if it is an April Fool's joke, it's seemingly a well-executed one. The murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, This is now out on Steam. It is uh, basically like Ace Attorney. That's what I was about to say, yeah. But with <laughs> Sonic being dead. <laughs> um, and I guess you see Tails and Amy. I guess they're working on the case. Yeah. So I don't understand why they're smiling. I'll be seeing like them smiling and some I'm like, yeah. it's only just die. I don't know how you smile. Maybe <laughs> oh, we brother. find out that he's not actually dead and it's like a murder mystery type thing. But yeah, it was. <laughs> it's funny because like the trailer sets it up as like Sonic. Finally, as everyone, all of the fans have wanted, dead. And then they just show him on the ground, <laughs> like legit dead. Um, yeah. So, like, even if this is just an April Fool's joke, like, hell yeah, man. This is great. All right. So, um, I ain't got nothing else to say. All right. Well, in that case, we'll wrap this podcast up. Thank you guys as always for listening. You can check us out on Twitter. Dominic is at D Stallworth5. I'm at Regulus MB. Podcast is at Superpod, S-U-P-A-P-O-D. Superpod.com is the website. You can check us out there. It has links to all the places you can find the podcast, as well as all of our old episodes, uh, including YouTube, where there's a video version of this podcast, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Until next time, guys. Talk to you later. All right. See you.